Hey everyone, my name's Dustin Elliott, and welcome back to another episode of the Better Questions, Better Life podcast. On this podcast, I look to answer a simple yet powerful question. How can we ask better questions to live a better life? Now, for those of you joining us for the first time, this podcast is broken into two sections. The first section, like today, is where I take this question about how we can ask those better questions to live a better life and break it down into smaller bite-sized episodes where we look to explore different strategies, tactics, and approaches about how we can ask better questions to live a better life second part is made up of a range of short interviews with a variety of professionals who all share one common bond. Their ability to do their jobs largely depends on their ability to ask good questions. So far, I've already recorded with qualitative researchers, data scientists, retired police officers, high-priced consultants, professional interviewers, and a range of other amazing top professionals. So, you know, we can learn how to ask questions like, say, a police detective or a researcher. And right at the moment, I'm going through the process of recording sort of the next batch of guests. Uh, So far, I've had a psychologist. I've had a general manager for a top venture capital uh, incubator accelerator firm, rather. Uh, I have a uh, emergency room doctor who also started his own company on the side because, hey, why not? Uh, I've got a a doctoral uh, pharmacologist and a range of other really, really interesting professionals. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And of course, if you haven't already, do make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes, uh, both for featuring these wonderful guests, but also of myself as, again, I break down this question. Links and everything is always on the Better Questions, Better Life podcast website. That's betterquestionsbetterlife.co. You can check out a whole bunch of really interesting stuff, free resources, uh, links to all the episodes and all that sort of stuff there. As always, I want to take a quick minute and thank the Better Questions, Better Life podcast sponsor, YZ. Uh, If you haven't already checked them out, make sure you do so because YZ is an easy-to-use online training software that makes it so simple to create and deliver online learning. Of course, you can always jump over to their website at yz.com. That's w-y-z-e-d.com. Check out some videos and even get started with your own 14-day free trial. All right. Well, that being said, we're going to get into today's episode, and today's episode is going to be a little different, uh, a lot shorter than previous episodes, and the reason for that is I want to just pause here for a second to reflect on what we've been talking about, why we've been talking about it, and to set a bit of a roadmap for where we're going to go uh, with the podcast over this next uh, coming weeks and months. So, uh, so far, for those of you obviously who maybe haven't listened to all the episodes or are just sort of joining us, we've been so far taking some time to look at the, the foundations and the fundamentals of this idea about how we can ask better questions to live a better life. And to me, a lot of that focuses on uh, obviously addressing and looking at cognitive bias, uh, cognitive bias rather, mindset, and also just taking a few episodes uh, very early on to really set up some of the premise for this podcast and this, again, and really looking at how do we ask better questions to live a better life. The reason why we spent so much time uh, focusing on these things is it's my belief that the things we've been talking about are the foundational skills. They're the infrastructure in which everything else you're going to hear on this podcast, including working with uh, my conversations with guests, everything is going to be built on this foundation of your mind. So by looking at cognitive biases and looking at mindset, I want to make sure that we're shoring up the foundations. 
I know really probably none of this stuff is really new. Uh, hopefully it's not new. Hopefully it's not groundbreaking. But I can't emphasize enough that often it's these simple things in terms of being aware of our biases and trying to address some of these critical components of our mindset that these are the really, really important pieces. It's, it's simple to understand, but it's a hell of a lot harder to actually implement successfully in our life. And again, it's something I don't want to come across as a place of expert. Um, I know I've got my own biases. I've got my own sort of um, skewedness when it comes to how I think about things and how I interpret information. And obviously, I'm not uh, mindset and uh, uh, mindfulness are things that I'm really working really, really hard on. Because again, I think those things are continuous skills that will continue to get better on. But I want to make sure that we have a solid foundation and a solid understanding of these components. The way I look at it is if you really break down a conversation, there's sort of three three sections to how you'll engage in a conversation. And there's another sort of three, uh, another way I'll introduce this idea in a few moments. But for the sake of understanding all the things we've been talking about, think about it like this. When you're having a conversation, you're, it's going to go through sort of three reoccurring processes. The first one, in whatever order, is basically you putting an idea out there. You're formulating a question and you're delivering that to, the, to one or more people. At that stage, that person is then going to hear that information. They're going to collect it. They're going to synthesize it and they're going to come up with another question, which is then going to be delivered back to you or you'll then hear it. You'll then synthesize it and then you'll then come up with another question. So this pattern goes back and forth around and around and around and around. It's the most simple form and cognitive biases and all the things we've been talking about, mindfulness and mindsets, they affect each one of those steps. So if we're not aware and we're not doing everything we can to develop proactive strategies to get in front of our biases and develop mindfulness and have the right mindset, we're essentially undermining any one of those, including all three steps. And this isn't even just to do with you, but this is also about being able to better understand and connect with another person. You can be aware of what's potentially driving them in the back of their mind. Not that you need to come up with the answer, but that that there's an understanding that there's other components at play and other things at play that you can't see or you don't know. So being aware of that and having the ability to uh, start to address those things, start to question those things, start to help that other person through that process of, again, of understanding their biases and maybe constructing a better conversation or a better argument in that sense. So again, I don't really care how good technically you are at asking questions. I don't care if you've got the perfect questions and the perfect amount of timing and the perfect amount of research. To me, it literally means absolutely nothing. It's completely ineffective if you're not able to, again, embody those those critical mindset, uh, cognitive biases um, and mindfulness components. So again, really, really critical. But with that being said, we are going to change gears from now to go on to talk about some other things. I'm sure we'll come back to all of the things we've spoken about, but I want to shift gears to start to look at and start to address the bigger picture. And where that's going to look over the next uh, couple coming weeks and months is I've basically, again, looked at what is a conversation in its most simple, basic terms. It's the most basic process I can really sort of synthesize after a tremendous amount of thinking, research, and conversations. And the way I want to approach this is looking at sort of, again, the three sections of a conversation, different than sort of the 
different than those first three steps I spoke a moment ago, because the way a conversation typically works in, in whether it's you or the other person, effectively there's an opening. So you approach somebody, you sit down in a meeting with somebody and you start to engage with them. So that's when we start to look at rapport building. That's when we start to understand the environmental dynamics, power dynamics. Uh, that's when we'll start to look at some, introduce some ideas of body language. But really, again, the whole process around that initial, everything up to including the initial introduction and one or two questions to sort of get the ball rolling. Sometimes conversations don't uh, happen after that. Sometimes they just sort of die down. You have that random person at a cute guy or girl at the coffee shop you want to chat with or uh, somebody, a business prospect you're trying to engage with. And sometimes it doesn't really go beyond that. So that's going to be one section. Assuming you're successful at that, that then transition on to the next part of a conversation, what was referred to as threading. So that's sort of the back and forth dialogue where we'll actually start to deconstruct the conversation. We'll start to look at more specific strategies. We'll start to look at uh, ways to engage in the conversation, how to do follow up. We'll continue to talk about body language, verbal, nonverbal uh, communication. We'll start to look at, uh, again, back at environment. Um, um, and a whole range of other critical components to make sure that you're able to effectively thread the conversation, but not just back and forth questions, but actually able to dive down and drill down into really meaningful conversation and meaningful connection with meaningful questions. So we're going to go through that part of the process. And the last part of the conversation, and one that is going to be shorter, but I think equally as important, is the closing section. So inevitably, at some point, a conversation is going to come to an end. And we want to look at some of the ways that we can effectively end that without just being like, cool, great, see you later, have a nice life. Uh, we want to find ways that we can uh, then convert that into and really looking to then continue that conversation or leverage off of that conversation uh, for some uh, some objective. So that's basically we're going to go over the next uh, the next little bit of the journey. We're going to be focusing and breaking on those three things down. Um, I had in my mind this grand plan of being able to write and record all these episodes beforehand, but I don't really think that's going to happen. I'm learning so much through these conversations. I just want to thank everybody who's participated in conversations, whether it be on social media, reaching out to me. Um, I've really enjoyed learning from everybody, and I want to really keep that going. So each each week's probably going to be recorded as we go in order to sort of reflect back on the conversations I've been having um, and a lot of uh, just amazing research and amazing content that I continue to stumble across. This is such an exciting area. I've learned so much already and I really hope you have as well too. So that being said, I'm going to end it there for today. I promise I'd keep it short. Uh, one other quick note I want to uh, sort of touch base on as well, too, is so far the podcast has largely been, I've been trying to hit it at a twice a week frequency, once with solo episodes and one of the guest episodes. But I think um, after a lot of feedback and a lot of conversations, um, I'm going to step that back to just one episode a week. So it'll be two guest episodes and two solo episodes uh, roughly uh, a month. And I want to start focusing on developing some off-podcast content. So there's a whole bunch of stuff I want to put together. So just for the first little bit, I'm going to sort of scale it back. Um, the podcast isn't quite my full-time job yet. So I uh, unfortunately I don't have a ton of time in the week to dedicate it. And I don't want to overwhelm and I don't want to bombard you. I'd rather it be about quality over uh, quantity. And I'd rather you be able to take each week's lessons, whether it's what I chat about or what a guest chats about, and really sit and reflect on that and implement that into your life. 
the end of the day, none of this means jack shit unless you're actually able to practice it and implement it. Because ultimately, I, I promise you this, that no matter what the challenge you're going through in life, no matter what uh, you know pain exists, somebody else out there has the answer. I promise you, they do. Um, and questions, as I've really spoken about from the begin- very beginning, it's really about developing more, more tools in your toolbox, more keys on your keychain that give you the ability to have these conversations, to make these meaningful connections, and ultimately to get the right answers to the right questions, to help us improve, to help us be happier, healthier, more successful in anything you do in life. So I can't stress this enough. It's really about practicing, taking this stuff in and implementing it in your life. But that being said, I'll leave it there for today. Um, Thank you so much for joining me again in another episode and I look forward to speaking with you soon.